Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Walden. Today we are in the Marche region on Italy's eastern Adriatic coast. My guest is Paolo Berluti. His winery is called La Calcinara. Tell me a little bit about your family history because you're quite young. Yeah. Hello to everybody. Uh, my family, I mean, my grandfather comes in reality from the Verdicchio area. So in the 60s, he uh, moved in Monte Carotto. That is always the Verdicchio area. So we're all, this is all in the Marche region of Italy. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, it's 30, 40 kilometers far from here, from Conero area. In Monte Carotto, he had married with my grandmother and then moved in Ancona. And he started for the the, I mean, he uh, was the founder of the uh, first winery, that is Berluti Winery. Now, me and my sister, we opened this new winery, that is La Calcinara, that we are trying to produce premium wines. But the older one was Berluti Winery, that at the moment is still working and producing just bulk wine. So the difference between the two is you're making bottled wine. Yeah. And the other part of the family is still making bulk wine. Yeah. So what about your approach? to the vineyards what are you doing that's different in the vineyards to add that kind of extra quality for a bottled wine with your sister yeah la calcinara is just biological we are organic at the moment we are in transaction but i mean it's just different is different years that we are practicing with organic uh, viticulture but then finally our father was convinced to uh, enter in transaction i mean uh, in transition with the organic way was he a bit worried that you would ruin the vineyards that you would destroy he his was, work yeah he was worried because when you always worked in a way at the beginning, our father was worried by uh, organic viticulture because if you always use antibiotic in your vineyard, it means that you can be relaxed because if some disease comes out, you have the solution for the disease. In organic viticulture, is the opposite. I mean, you have to prevent all the diseases so if a disease comes out it means that you don't have so many way to solve the problem so that's the main reason that he was worried but at the moment he saw that we saw that if you prevent everything you will not have any disease prevention so, rather than cure yeah we say. everything is prevention so why i believe really strongly in organic production because if you you are a good producer you can obtain a grape so a wine better than in the other way because it means that the plant never had disease so in the not organic it means that okay a problem disease and use substances against the, this disease in organic production if you work well you will pick wonderful grapes with no problems and also for example in Montepulciano in Conero I'm not so sure but uh, in this moment I love to think about it everything you do with the plants you have reaction of the plants so if you use poison in the plants the plants will have a reaction against the poison so it means that we'll produce stronger tannins bitter tannins 
and also the right equilibrium of the grapes will be not the same for example at the moment we are trying so we use just the copper and uh, zolfo rame copper and sulfur and we are trying to don't uh, trim the shoots for example uh, yeah. is it trim the right yeah, to word trim the top of the the vine shoots the yeah, branches yeah so because if you cut uh, all the shoot if you cut the shoots it means that the plants feel an aggression and will react uh, producing stronger tannins and uh, you tasted before our wines uh, i mean all the conor wines montepulciano for us the strong tannins are something usual i mean so we don't have a problem of structure in our wines no so uh, what we are looking for is to have a so rich grapes but smooth and relaxed smooth and relaxed it's a little yeah. bit like you you're making wine like you you're pretty smooth and relaxed <laughs> when i speak yeah yeah also my teachers in the schools told me that it was smooth and relaxed but it depends of the day okay all right <laughs> well, i have to say when i have tasted your wines your wines do show um, very smooth tannins with a lot of fruit and that's not easy to obtain with the Montepulciano grape which can be quite tough sometimes so obviously you're doing something right in the vineyard let me just go back a little bit to the actual terroir when we talk about Conero how far are you from the sea what are your soils like it's a very special place tell me a little bit about it year after year every one of us is uh, recognizing that uh, our soil is so special our area the soil is the, the first thing that is different from uh, other places in our area is the limestone for sure because every soil here is rich of limestone i mean is marne so marne is composed by clay and limestone then it could change uh, from a hill to another hill so from a village we are in candia candia it could be a little bit different from camerano or from varano it depends i mean it depends the the composition so more limestone less clay or more clay less limestone so what does that give to the to the to the fruit of the montepulciano and also to the tannins how does that affect them or the acidity i think that the clay gives uh, gives us the structure the full body and the tannins but the minerality the freshness is because of the limestone for example is really easy have a walk in the vineyard and find fossils marine fossils our uh, soils are looks like sandstone so it's a sedimentary rocks so i mean it's easy to understand that you are working in a place in which millions of years ago was under the sea before africa started pushing italy yeah. up into switzerland basically yeah, yeah, and the mountains yeah. were formed and it came out of the sea that's the reason also for sure the influence of of the sea is really strong because so what does that do to the wine though does it change the taste does it make it taste salty yes i think yes i think i mean the the first element is the temperature that the difference between day and night is not so high like 30 40 kilometers inside of italy but you still you do still get change in temperature between the days which can be very hot and the, the nights are much cooler here aren't they 
Yeah, the day is not so hot like 50 kilometers inside of Italy and the night is not so cold. So for the red wine is a really nice thing. If we are speaking about white grapes, it could be different. Yeah, because you know, uh, the, the differences of the temperature between day and night is really important for the aroma of white grapes. But for Montepulciano, we are not just working for the fruity aroma because Montepulciano have it. We are looking for a relaxed grape because we have strong grapes, we have strong personality. Well, you mean it's, t- it's, a, it's a tannic grape, but you yeah, want some of those yeah. tannins to be smooth. Yeah, and elegant. I mean... Is y- the date that you pick really important? Because if you pick Montepulciano too early, it's green. If you pick it too late, it tastes like jam. How do you make that judgment call? Tasting? Really different, uh, difficult. Yeah, just tasting. Uh, you know, I'm an enologist, but 10 years ago, when I started to study and working better in the vineyard, I was doing lots of analysis. At the moment, I'm not doing any more. I mean, not so many analyses. So to understand the maturation of the grapes, everything is tasting. To tasting grapes. So the, the, the good method is to take three berries. Three grapes, yeah. Yeah, three berry grapes and put in your mouth uh, without using your teeth. So before you have to analyze the juice. And so the sugar is important, but the acidity is important because Montepulciano have good sh- high sugar, but also good acidity. And but the acidity fall down in one week. So in general, the quantity of acidity gives me the maturation of the grape. Then at the end, you start to break the skin with your teeth the bitterness if you feel if you taste bitter on your mouth it means that is not ready yet in the multiple channel yeah the bitter and the astringency so no? do you have a do you have a similar does your sister come and taste Eleonora does she come out yeah, with you yeah. and taste it do you have the yeah. same view or do you argue does she say oh I think it's ready you say no no we need to wait another three days uh, my sister is a little bit more extreme like in what way for example... She likes pushing boundaries more. No, no, she likes uh, stringency. Okay. Now just tell me one last thing about you have... So you have 20 hectares of land, 12 hectares of vines, 4 yeah. hectares of olives, and the rest is habitat. Why do you have so much wild habitat? What does that do to your vineyard? It is really, really important because uh, the bushes, the wild habitat uh, is full of antagonist beneficial insects yeah yeah is really really important for example in organic agriculture viticulture you cannot use insecticide so you must use the antagonist of your bad insect i mean of your problem so sometimes you bring in your vineyard when you bring in the vineyard is really important that you have all the habitat to keep the long life of the insect so in your vineyard you get inside also without uh, copper and sulfur and sulfates and sulfates are not so easy i mean it's a really strong a strong method uh, for the um, disease and could be also dangerous also for other insects so if you have bushes other wild habitat is really important for that all right so paolo boluti of la calcinara very fascinating talking to you today uh, hearing all about your organic vineyard and uh, what you and your sister are doing on the conoro in the marche and i hope to come and see your vineyard at some stage and we can go and um Check out how many insects you've got flying around. <laughs> nice to meet you. Take it easy. Uh, thank you. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.